Welcome to the Friday free-for-all edition of the Nightly Nugent. Ted, I have a couple of your musician uh, contemporaries that I want to talk about and some of the things they've come out and said about um, the transgender issue. Yeah, you know, I've seen some waking up taking place around the world, but I'd like to start with my favorite uh, homosexual, uh, Elton John. I love this guy. What a soundtrack he has provided for the world, huh? You know, yeah. that proves that I'm not homophobic because I love that. I wish I could give him a big hug. I understand he took a tumble. Now, uh, tumble, tumble and dice. So, Elton, we're praying for you, buddy. Take good care of yourself. You might want to lose a few pounds um, <laughs> and maybe uh, do a dance to Stranglehold or maybe Wang Dang Sweet Poon Tang. That ought to confuse the hell out of him. But if you would dance to my music, Elton, you might get a little more trim and you might have a better balance in your life. But I do love you, Elton John. I love you. And we're praying for you, buddy. Okay, with that as an opening uh, salvo, uh, let's move on. Um, (laughs) You've said this before, Ted, you know, uh, when there was cross-dressing as part of burlesque and it was part of an act, and you've tried to distinguish the difference between that. I saw recently Alice Cooper came out and Alice Cooper said, hey, look, there's two genders, basically men and women. And what we're doing, pushing this agenda on kids is no good. Critics fired back and said, you know, you had some of that in your act. And I think Alice came back and said, yeah, as part of my act. So there's that. And then I saw Carlos Santana on stage one night came out and said, hey, look, there's only men and there's only women. I know there's some maybe backpedaling that went on after that, but he clearly stated that there are two genders and God made you either man or woman. So what's your take on the Alice Cooper, Carlos Santana um, information that's coming out? Well, I, number one, love both of the gentlemen madly. I mean, talking about enriching our lives, Alice Cooper, great, great bands, great musicians, great song, great entertainer, vaudeville with rock and roll. Who doesn't love vaudeville with rock and roll? Alice Cooper's a dear friend. Plus, he's becoming more and more shall I say, Christian over the years, which may have motivated him to stand up against anti-Christian stuff, which is the drag queen scourge where they sing to little boys and girls, I love it when you kiss me where I pee. That is just perverted. That is sinful. That is dangerous. That is criminal. That is horrible. And I think Alice Cooper showed some courage when he stood up and said the self-evident truth, which is an indication of our uh, cultural abandonment in 2023, that we actually have to mention that men can't get pregnant and that women can actually have a penis erect in their life unless it's one of ours. The point being that Alice Cooper finally stepped up and admitted the truth that there's only men and women, which I've been saying on stage, which is why my audiences every night are so special, because they're only made up of men and women. This is a beautiful acknowledgement to why my music is so sexy. Uh, And Carlos Santana, love Carlos. He has enriched our lives with his miraculous music, a dedicated, loving, peaceful man. But he also showed courage recently when he acknowledged like (laughs) that we have to acknowledge there's only men and women is truly an embarrassing time for mankind. But Carlos, I love you. Good work. And Alice Cooper, I love you. Good work. You know, on the topic of entertainment and arts, um, did you see in Atlanta a street 
painter, uh, we'll put this graphic up, painted um, an incredible wall mural of Trump's mugshot. That's arts and entertainment. And I noticed recently that several black rappers have come out um, with music supporting Donald Trump. And even one of them said that, I mean, the black community is going to favor Trump in the election in the words were in a landslide. What's your take on that cultural uh, kind of turn of events? Well, according to my black friends who are uh, numerous and uh, testimony I've seen in the media, the blacks are acknowledging one reality that nobody can escape. That is certain minorities have a history of persecution. Uh, now they're witnessing that Donald Trump is being unjustly persecuted and they have an affinity and a relationship and an admiration for someone that has been so persecuted so unjustly by the status quo that those who have been so unjustly persecuted by the status quo in the past will align themselves with that person. And that's what we see happening. That's why there are, are Republican cons conservatives being elected along the southern border of Texas and Arizona, because the Hispanic community is historically very Christian, very uh, nuclear family, mom and dad and children. And they're starting to realize that the poor minorities of the world have been voting Democrat forever, and they're still poor. The Democrats lie and scam. They offer fantasy solutions to poverty and persecution and then just continue to guarantee that those minorities will be persecuted and poor. So, yes, the black community is waking up that the worst enemy of the black community is the Black Lives Matter scam terrorist organization, and that the worst enemy of the black community is Al Not-So-Sharpton and Jesse Scam Jackson and Barack Scam Obama. Uh, they're starting to wake up to this stuff. So uh, this is a, a good positive indicator that I support wholeheartedly. One last topic before I let you go tonight, Ted, is, uh, you know, Oliver Anthony, uh, the kid that did the Richmond North of uh, Richmond video, um, he, he was put out a bit that the Republicans, Fox, used his little clip at the Republican uh, debate. They showed it at the start, asked some questions. Uh, Anthony came out and said that's exactly why he did it, because of the politicians on the stage. Um, and then some people kind of accused him of being a Biden supporter. And he said, no, Biden's part of the problem. But the kid, he's pretty smart beyond his years. He's if I'm reading him correctly, he's basically saying what you're saying. It's the uniparty. It's the politicians that use power and greed to put down middle American working class America. Um, what's your take on that song? And I'll just tell you mine right off the uh, right from the jump. I loved it. I'm not a huge country fan but that song really did speak to me um of the corruption of government it wasn't party centric to me of course you and i differ on that on paper um but i love the song what was your take of uh, oliver anthony's richmond or rich men north of richmond well first of all uh, aaron lewis's am i the only one is a masterpiece 
And try that in a small town is a masterpiece just because of the sentiment as a reaction to the uh, criminality and the corruption and the power abuse by Uncle Sam and all of its toxic arms. So this song, Rich Men North of Richmond, is once again a musical celebration of a pulse across America where we're fed up with the abuse of power and the corruption that infests our government. But remember that uh, this young man, this uh, red bearded young man from Virginia, I believe, uh, who created this song, he was a participant in all the wrongdoings of the corrupt government. He was the welfare guy. He was the doper. He was the drunk. He was the guy on unemployment. And he finally woke up. And sometimes you have to almost final finalize your toilet flush before you come up for air. And this is a good indication because he was part of the problem. And then he realized his conscience kicked in and he decided to upgrade his manhood, his humanhood, and articulate that he was part of a bad system in a song that says, hallelujah, uh, there is life and uh, in, in happiness in self-sufficiency and rugged individualism. So I love the song. Um, it's not the kind of song I would turn on, but the lyrics and the spirit of the song is right on the money in these treacherous times. So a big salute to that guy. Plus, anybody that would film a wonderful hit song in front of a deer blind is my kind of guy. I love it. On the topic of deer, Ted, I want to talk to you tomorrow on the weekend edition about uh, what's going on with deer down in Texas. Um, maybe a little update on the uh, Kansas Parks and Wildlife um, threat to deer, supplemental deer feeding in Kansas. And then I want to get your take on a potential two beer limit per week for Americans. That's going to go over well in hunting camps. Talk to you tomorrow on the weekend edition of The Nightly Nooch.